0: knock knock. Who's there? It's me, Blair. And this is Philosopher's Moan. Come on in, come inside. The water's warm. <laughs> I just deleted like a minute and a half of recordings. I was like, this is stupid. I don't like it. Starting over. New episode, fresh start. So that gives you some insight on the type of day I'm having. I hope you're having a fantastic freaking day. The truth is, I want to know how you're how you're really feeling, how your day actually is going. How does it really feel? How does this day really feel on your shoulders? Why do I have this deep desire to know the truth of people's existence? Am I the only one? That's the other thing. I I can't be the only one, right? But it sometimes feels that way that I'm the only one who cares to know the truth. (laughs) What do people really want? Really, you know, I know they probably don't know what they want, but I want to know what they want before they even know, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, If you know, you know, I don't know. I took a pre-workout earlier and uh, I'm still like running on some residual energy of that. I don't know why I'm doing this right now. I guess I thought like, oh, it'll really energize my run. I'll just, you know, run really, really fast. I mean, I did, to be fair. It's just now I'm a bit Rah! <laughs> Uh, like, I should probably breathe, clear my head, clear the space so we can have, like, a nice discussion so you guys can enjoy this. hope you enjoy this. <laughs> Do you enjoy this? Do you enjoy my moaning? I hope so. Uh, you know what I want to talk about today? I want to talk about why we admire the people we admire and, like, acknowledging it embodying those traits. Let's talk about that. Why do we admire people? I love admiring people. We should do it more often. It's good for our souls. You do have a soul, right? I admire Mr. Rogers. I aspire to be more like Mr. Rogers. I mean, it just seems like the guy was just, you know, full blast kindness. Kind kindness. Turned on all the time. Kind all the time. I want to be kind all the time. I admire that. Whenever I am the opposite of kind, whenever I am not kind, uh, it's because I am not patient. I need more patience. I actually think a theme in my life right now is mastering patience. Well, not mastering it, but you know going up a module in the patience sector or something I don't know but I'm I I would like to be more patient because it's important otherwise you can't be Mr. Rogers that's for sure he seems patient I admire generous people overall I want to be generous that is the, like main reason I want to become the best version of myself is so that I can be generous more generous more <laughs> Obviously, I personally admire Alan Watts and, like, Terrence McKenna. These people who were not afraid to investigate the weird pieces of reality and really, like, think about them. You know, kind of free thinkers. I really admire free thought and authenticity and truth seekers. I want the truth, new and invented, all packaged. Yes, more truth. Sometimes I like to envision myself as, like, a little... Uh, explore like a little astronaut adventurer into this world or this universe maybe I'm from another universe and I'm exploring looking for truths just trying to figure it all out it's kind of fun you know give it a little story (laughs) I actually think of it kind of like the magic school bus if you guys don't know what the magic school bus is it's like American tv show for kids at school it'd be fun if they put it on during class but Mrs. Frizzle gets everyone on the magic school bus and they usually shrink down and end up like inside someone's digestive tract and learns learn about that learn about anatomy or whatever. Anyway, I imagine myself sometimes as I'm I'm getting on my own magic school bus investigating myself, uncovering the truth, trying to redesign the best way to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> It makes sense to me, you got to like turn yourself inside out to see the seams where maybe you could redesign some more innovation, um, you know, like embedded in yourself, in your evolution. <laughs> I laugh at myself because like, why, 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 why am I like this? Why do I care so much about this? But do do I only question this because I feel like other people don't? And is that even true? I I think other people do care not really not really actually other people there are just so many people i what do i know what other people care about i wish i did though but i guess i just feel like most people are not expressing their authentic self god why am i so judgmental can i just shut up seriously it is a daily practice to be like can you just stop having such like opinions about things do you ever just want to just like observe and let things be do you ever just want to just see things as they are rather than blah 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 opinions so many opinions why why must i have so many opinions this poses its own philosophical question why do we always have to have opinions why can't we just be like okay (laughs) that's it (laughs) Okay, you know, I am now finding myself questioning the whole purpose of this podcast, because I'm like, really? It's not even opinions, it's questions. Why do I have to question everything? And it's like, oh, well, I don't know. I guess because I, at one point I decided it was interesting. This is like a hobby of mine, I guess. At one point we were talking about why we admire the people we admire. Maybe we should go back to that. I admire people who seem to really know who they are, have like a sturdy grounding in themselves but not in like a arrogant rigid way in that like very open flowy kind of way where you're like wow that person could like you know adapt to stuff <laughs> All the things i admire the most in people is is usually like if they have like a surprising sensitivity to something or a very deep understanding of something I admire that, I love that so much. We should, ah, uh, I'm Like, we should tell people more when they're, when we admire them, we should, it's true. I'll be like, hey, I admire you. It is kind of like, rather than sharing opinions, why don't we share admirations? <laughs> that they probably make for like a more loving world. We We love sharing our opinions, we like to, play a game with our opinions, I think. We like to see who's got a better opinion, ooh. <laughs> or are we just trying to prove we have intelligence of some kind, we have to like flex it constantly, like without opinions, am I even intelligent? Ah, I think sometimes it is actually that questions prove intelligence, not not really opinions. Oh boy, how have we found ourselves questioning what is intelligence? Cause that, that is like a whole another topic is that a part two are we talking about intelligence in part two in my opinion we are probably going to discuss intelligence and question it in part two (laughs) i definitely admire intelligence oh what's that what oh what's that word uh sapio sapiosexual sapiosexuality Sapiosexuality means that a person is sexually attracted to highly intelligent people. So much so that they consider it to be the most important trait in a partner. It is a relatively new word that has become more popular in recent years. Interesting. Intelligence is sexy. I feel like everyone agrees with that though, right? Like. I guess it's it's a matter of how prioritized the intelligence is. I would say it's pretty freaking up there for me. So does that make me a sapiosexual? Maybe. That's just another label to throw on someone, I guess. And we haven't really defined intelligence, you know, like, in certain forms of intelligence, I might find sexy versus other more traditional forms of intelligence that I don't, I don't know, you know, what is intelligence, really? Let's find out in part two. <laughs> Are you intelligent? Do you get straight A's in school? You pass all the tests? People tell you you're smart. It could all be a lie, and they're all just trying to make you feel good about yourself. You're stupid. (laughs) Intelligence is hard to define because everyone has different priorities of what they think they're smart energy should go towards <laughs> someone looking at humanity from like a bird's eye view uh, might argue a way to measure intelligence is how well an individual is able to recognize a bigger picture a bigger purpose and harmoniously adapt and fall into it you know That's a perspective on intelligence. We have the self-aware mirror test, right? You know, like even dogs, usually they'll bark at themselves in the mirror and eventually they'll like get over it. But uh, that, you know, just self-awareness is a form of intelligence to see a reflection of yourself and be like, ah, that, that is me. (laughs) So you can see how I say like looking at you you are me, so I have a self-awareness that we are collectively this thing together, even just like you and me, whoever you are. And I'm like, that, that's intelligent, right? But not, not everyone does that. We're not all doing that. But imagine if we all did. We all viewed everyone as a mirror of ourself. Just another little piece, another reflection of our whole being there is that Einstein quote something about a fish climbing a tree you would say it's a dumb fish but then you wouldn't ask a bird to swim you know so it was something like this you know you know the quote I'm talking about I'm sure you do which is why it seems like the most extraordinary forms of intelligence tend to be a lot of things coming together, like in a nice alignment, not just someone who's smart. It's like someone who's smart, who also found their perfect angle at this perfect activity at this perfect time in place. <laughs> well, and the thing is, like, as humans, no individual human is like responsible for all the intelligence. We are such like coordinators, cooperators, little hives of intelligence, information and the the web of information the way it influences that like a spark of the right intelligence at the right time leads to breakthroughs in the whole hive mind of human intelligence I I mean like you even consider like nature nature has its own form of intelligence that we totally depend on and also try to understand because the translation is so obscure to us it's like geez nature just is like hardcore but yet again it's it's also wild and but it also is the perfect order somehow somehow cut myself off there somehow 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 um and and then meanwhile it's like we are nature remember we we are not separate the separation is an illusion we are one with the intelligence and the information of nature and all of humanity. It's like, that's what I, that's what I'm on. I'm like, yeah, if, if, I, if I could probably just grasp some of the most intelligent thoughts, if I put myself in the right state of mind up on the collective human cloud. <laughs> so with all of this connection of information and this flow of intelligence through all of us, through nature, through our brains, um, through the internet, it, it seems really what intelligence is is what you do with intelligence what do you do with it what, and then oh here we go again we're back to the intelligence is really a decision on a purpose <laughs> oh god I'm like here I'm I about to argue why the most intelligent purpose is to love more and therefore I am the smartest human in the world because I've been telling you that all along <laughs> I am so smart logically an intelligent person would be able to create a fulfilling life for themselves right they would be able to achieve some kind of form to express their intelligence Actually, intelligence is so hard to wrap your head around because it's separate from knowledge knowledge is is facts stacks of information that intelligence turns information into something meaningful and useful and productive like, or by discovering new knowledge by reconnecting old knowledge what is the difference between intelligence and awareness ah oh, my goodness i think like we have enough human intelligence on the planet right now to solve the world's problems but we don't really you know what i mean like i sometimes you think like why do we really have all of these problems because you know we could solve them there's billions of us and we are smart (laughs) we are the most intelligent species on the planet (laughs) self-proclaimed oh yes and then there's the whole problem where like oh are we really oh so intelligent if we are kind of totally responsible for like all this destruction of a climate and environment we're totally reliant on to grow and prosper so does that really mean that we're actually idiotic does the end justify the means in that despite everything we've ever learned if we destroy our entire planet and therefore ourselves we aren't intelligent what what would we call that then tragic we're all like, yeah, we're the most intelligent thing out there. That's why we've not found anything more intelligent than us. But somehow that seems like, it ju- it just seems like that's obviously wrong. Like, that's clearly a statement of arrogance and ignorance, right? That's what it seems like if you, like, compare it to any other time anyone has ever said something like that. <laughs> and then it's like, well, so really... Uh, maybe we're not even so intelligent until we, and we won't, we won't know how intelligent we are until we find something more intelligent to give us a good scale to put ourselves on. They say humor is a good scale for intelligence because some of the best humor is based on an understanding of deeper or darker emotions or concepts. So it's kind of cute because humor's then like a regurgitation, like a translation, not a regurgitation. Is that even a word? It is. Oh, it's a weird word. Go on regurgitation test. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my sense of humor is laughing at weird words. Tells you how deep and intelligent I am. <laughs> so there's emotional intelligence. There's street smarts. There's book smarts, you know, like IQ tests smarts. There's uh i don't know what what other smarts we got hand-eye coordination smart um instincts uh like gut good intuition but really what good is intelligence if it's not making you feel some type of way right that's the thing i think because yeah, they also say that some of the most intelligent people in the world are also the most isolated because like you know nobody can understand what they understand they're like lonely with their smartness <laughs> so that's another thing though like it, does you? it's intelligent to make your intelligence serve you you know how do we go about that by creating meaning and finding the power within ourselves to you know perceive this experience and create with it a reality we want to live in I want to talk a little bit about you know the kind of it feels when you clear your mind when you're like meditating or when you're in nature you're on a run you know the state of mind where your mind feels really open and you're not thinking hard it's it's like an effortless exchange and you're feeling more than you're thinking. Maybe that's what it is. It's Like a feeling intelligence. But, you know, d- if you're deep in meditation, and certain like certain thoughts come to you, that it's it's different than your typical thoughts. And so, what is that about? Yeah, you know, where does that come from? I like to imagine it's like you're you're kind of pulling at the web. What what's gonna like resonate in your brain at the time, and it's gonna slip into your little waves sometimes it's just the right thought it's a real good one I love that because you know we are not our thoughts we observe them we are the person behind guiding the little musical or the circus (laughs) the circus in our mind as as I say um so it is interesting sometimes when you're meditating or you're watching a sunset you know some of those like especially like sparkly thoughts you're like where did you come from did i did i invent you or did i pull you from somewhere (laughs) we're so cool i swear we can like generate new thought and we can just like receive thought that's already like on the on the the web (laughs) the web the cloud there is a well-known study where uh in a certain location if people find out the answers to a particular crossword the next set of humans in a different location despite zero contact like zero way of knowing the answers to the crossword they will find the answers sooner like the second set of humans than the first group (laughs) so i just tried to look up that study and i found it's actually totally from that movie waking life i love that movie but anyway then that movie references a study from nottingham university anyway we haven't even talked about artificial intelligence because, also, I was thinking, uh, to me, another uh, trait of intelligence is evolution—that it can evolve, it can teach itself, right? Like it can change, adapt, grow. That is intelligent. And then you're like, "Well, oh, we are creating intelligence that can teach itself." Uh oh. Is that does that define us intelligently? Like because we were able to create an intelligence that can teach itself as like a collective whole does that mean we are flexing some intelligence maybe but again we're clearly not that intelligent because we still have you know war poverty like clearly we can't be that smart if we're still allowing such heinous acts in our world Basically, I'm like, humanity is not intelligent enough for me until this place is paradise for everyone. It is heaven on earth. That would be, to me, the greatest representation of human intelligence. Like, I don't know, something like Atlantis, like, you know, utopia paradise. If we can't achieve that, what are we doing? What's the point of our brain? (laughs) Everyone should have heaven here and now. Why? Why not if we can? Can we? Ooh, is a place on us. well if we all fell into some epic harmony where we realized as well that heaven is inside us and we project it out into the external world then yeah we could maybe and also if we had like you know AI doing all the suffering for us <laughs> it's time for Philosopher's, Philosopher's Poem Power. The Ripples of Expansion My heart got an estate, like a mansion. The construction hurt, a big bang burst, a drought and a thirst, and then the rain. And here we are now, flowering from all the pain. Believe me, I know this process reflects how the gods are insane. So trust me instead to shift gears to switch lanes. This fire is fluid licking wet flames this is the end of episode 25 whew thank you thank you so much and send me your feedback please okay bye